This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. Jeremy, uh, just your quick uh, analysis of the situation in Greece and the impact on your markets, on, on the uh, impact on the markets. What do you think? Yes. Um, the, the situation is very serious in Greece, closing the banks, closing the stock exchange, uh, uh, closing or restricting the ATMs already uh, is having a devastating effect on tourism, which is a very big part of Greek uh, economy. Um, this, uh, if the banks remain closed, as uh, they indicate for at least a week until the referendum, uh, we, we could see another sharp rise in unemployment uh, and uh, further decline in GDP. Greek GDP had already declined 25%. It could decline 10% more uh, as a result of the closing of the banks. Uh, uh, I believe that uh, the uh, Draghi uh, will ring fence Greeks, uh, although there is no lending to the Greek banks, he will liberally lend to the Portuguese, Spanish and Italian banks to prevent any spreading of this crisis beyond Greece. Uh, and uh, as a result, uh, it will be isolated to the Greek economy. I also believe that given the terrible blow this will deal to the Greek economy, that it is actually quite likely that the Greek people will accept the European conditions for the bailout, which were explicitly uh, revealed uh, yesterday uh, by uh, the European uh, institutions. Uh, the Greek people wanted a government that would deal tough with the Europeans, but they did not want a government that would go over the, the brink. And that is clearly what will happen and has happened as a result of closing the banks. I believe they will reject the uh, Cezira uh, and Cyprus platforms, uh, which would likely lead to his resignation since he is recommending a no vote on the referendum. So ultimately this might be quite good for Greece if they accept the terms of the Europeans, uh, then uh, the Europeans will uh, start lending again to the banks, the banks will reopen. Uh, and uh, uh, the new set of conditions will in place. Now, of course, we could ask the question, six months from now, will they abide by all these new conditions? Well, that is yet to be seen, but at least they will have accepted the conditions the Europeans have put forward. That is 
what my prediction is for uh, the Greek situation. So, uh, Jeremy, this is uh, Deborah. Um, yeah. Um, I was wondering what what do you think about today's route in the uh, in the stock markets across the globe, uh, U.S., uh, Europe, and Asia, um, and also you know the flight to quality with U.S. Uh, uh, in English and German bond markets up. Uh, so, any any comment on that, and and why should American investors care? Well, first of all, you know the effect on the uh, U.S. markets has. Um, been negative, but not uh, a route. Uh, the S&P is down less than one and a half percent. That's not a terrible day. Uh, Europe, of course, is affected more. Uh, uh, because of its proximity to Greece and the potential of spreading, uh, the flight to quality is uh, expected as uh, people went uh, to the uh, uh, U.S. and German uh, Treasury bonds, uh, fully expected. Well, the surprise is the uh, rally of the euro after an uh, initial sharp sell-off, and that is due because if Greek, Greece does leave uh, the uh, eurozone, uh, there's an expectation that uh, the euro would be a stronger currency without mm -hmm. the Greeks. And uh, that has attracted uh, considerable buying uh, during uh, these uh, last few hours. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, I would not, the, the reactions to the market are not unexpected. Uh, and uh, I believe once the market realizes that Draghi will step up and provide funding to the other uh, EMU banks that uh, we will see a recovery in the markets. Um, we're also getting a little bit of a negative feedback, I think, in the U.S. As you know, the governor of Puerto Rico has uh, declared that he does not think that Puerto Rico can pay its debt. There is a tremendous amount of Puerto Rican debt that is held by Americans. Um, this is a uh, negative development, uh, although not totally unexpected. So uh, the uh, reaction in the U.S. markets is muted, um, and I don't believe that this will uh, s spread to a general decline. Uh, this is, as I say, a very devastating development for Greece, uh, closing the banks, um, restricting ATM machines uh, is, is going to deal a devastating impact on their economy. I worry about uh, potential civil unrest in Greece if uh, the banks remain closed and these restrictions continue. What about the impact on the Fed's decision to potentially raise rates later this year? They have an eye towards Europe and Asia's um, growth. Correct. If, if, I mean, if, if, if the Greek situation is still present, presenting anxiety in the market, uh, uh, then, uh, yes, they will take that into account. I do not expect that to continue to be a source of anxiety in the market. In fact, as I say, if uh, the Greeks accept the referendum or Tsipras himself turns around, uh, we actually might get a better situation. Um, uh, 
but I still think we are on target for a September increase in the funds rate. And uh, uh, I, I don't think this development uh, and my expected uh, outcomes for this development will, will change uh, that date. Okay, thanks, Professor. This is Steve Shreda. I wanted to ask a couple of other things. Uh, you've given us uh, some great insight uh, to your views for, the, for more or less the, the short term, maybe medium term. Longer term, uh, is this going to be damaging to the euro and to the, the eurozone project, uh, you know, whether or not Greece stays in or, go out, or goes out? Obviously, if, if there's a Grexit, that, that's it, a, a more serious situation. But just in terms of all the things that are happening in Europe, I mean, uh, Britain is talking about maybe leaving and so forth. And so and just wondering if investors are getting uh, uh, more worried about Europe as a, as a project in general, you know, longer term. Well, I actually think that this might strengthen the euro. As I say, we now have a rise of almost 1% in the euro today as people think that it will be a stronger eurozone mm -hmm. without Greece. So. Um, that they, they overextended to countries that could not maintain the criteria. And now they, if Greece exits, uh, they, uh, the remaining countries have accepted the criteria. Uh, so that makes for a stronger uh, euro uh, zone. Now, of course, the British situation is very different. There, there's not a question of the euro. It's a question of whether they want to stay in the EU. Yes. So that's a different question. But uh, whether Greece exits or not, I don't think uh, this will um, uh, have any serious consequences for uh, the Eurozone. I mean, the Greek people themselves uh, uh, express 75% that they want to stay in the Euro. Uh, the Spanish, Portuguese have similar, uh, so better for worse, they're in it now and they consider an exit to be far more disruptive. Whether they should have gone in in the first place, of course, uh, you could always speculate, but given where they stand now, they want to stay in it. I don't think the Greek, a Greek exit will um, will change that situation or really uh, threaten uh, the uh, position of the euro. And for, for Greece itself, uh, at this point, staying in would seem to mean accepting um, continued austerity, which uh, in a lot of ways, a lot of analysts say hasn't worked all that well for them. And it would mean that um, it would, you know, and, and given their debt and all the rest of it, it, it could mean years and years of struggling at this level. What, what do you think? How long would it take Greece to get back to uh, you know, a reasonable amount of unemployment under the austerity measures versus, say, if it, if it chose, it sounds like they, they aren't going to vote in favor of it, but if it turned out that they chose to exit... To exit if they chose to exit and go to a drop, and they would recover faster with a tremendous drop in incomes because uh, their imports would jump in price. Mm -hmm. and you would have a 20% reduction in incomes 10 to 20 percent reduction in income, but they would suddenly become the one of the best competitive nations in Europe. Right. So uh -huh. their trade would boom and everyone's incomes would go down. So it's a question you want to do it that way through a devaluation and change in currency. Mm -hmm. uh, the other way is don't forget Europe was, I mean, Greece was beginning to grow before the Caesarea party took over. It's small to be sure, but grow. Now it's going down again. Um, Yes, it's going to be tough. Don't forget, one has to remember that 
although 25% is mammoth, and that's how much GDP has gone down in Greece, and Greece likes to maintain that it has suffered far more from austerity than its other European uh, uh, partners, such as Portugal and Spain. It's also true that Europe enjoyed by far the biggest rise in GNP after joining the euro. They also had a tremendous boom that was unsustainable. So the situation in Greece is really easy come, easy go. They're not that much worse off than they were before the euro. Uh, that all the capital flooded in, there was so much money that uh, they raised workers' wages and government officials way beyond productivity. And then, of course, when the uh, you know tide went out, they they were totally lacking, and all this had to be worked out and worked mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, Greece has gone through the most part of its adjustment. It still has some more adjustment to do. Uh, and that would be done if they leave the euro through a devaluation, uh, which would uh, wipe out 10, 15, 20 percent of real incomes, although it put them in a competitive situation. They'll begin working again, but for much lower wages in terms of euros from what we're used to. Or they could decide to stay with the euro, cut pensions, continue to work down wages, down to reasonable levels, um, and, and, uh, and stay with the system. Um, there's actually pluses or minuses to both, but I think that when faced with the reality, most of the Greeks would accept the latter, which is to stay in the euro with some more austerity. As I said, they were growing, uh, beginning to grow for the first time in eight years uh, before the crisis re resurfaced with uh, the election of the new government. Okay. Um, Jeremy, uh, I have one uh, other question for you, and you mentioned that the risk of contagion, you believe, is going to be uh, limited um, because the other countries have accepted the, um, I guess, the deal, the, the, the deal pack, the debt packages. Could you explain more uh, about your thinking behind that, why you think the risk of con contagion is not that high? Well, the, the, the question is the banks. And the, the question we'd say is, you know, are people going to start lining up at Europe, at uh, Portuguese banks and say, oh, my God, they may close tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I got to get my euros out. That would be a terrible contagion crisis. That's mm -hmm. the way it would work. Okay. Now, what I am saying is that Draghi will say our lending is unlimited, open to all these Portuguese banks. They will, if anyone wants to come and take out their money, they'll get their money. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is uh, going to uh, prevent that contagion crisis. Mm -hmm. And I fully believe that Draghi is ready to move in that direction. What, what about the possibility of contagion through the bond markets? Well, I mean, take a look at, uh, you know, the Spanish bonds. Let me just take a look at it right now. I know, I yeah, think it's like I mean, 25 it's, basis yeah. points or so. Yeah, 23, I mean, it's 237. It's it's less than the U.S. 10-year Treasury. Mm -hmm. Their 10-year. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, um, and and that's with before Draghi makes the statement, which I'm sure he will, that money will be lent to their banks. So I don't believe that the bond market will uh, cause a crisis. 
Okay. Uh, Stephen, other... Deborah, any other questions? No, I think I think that's so, good. So, Jeremy, I think we've run out of the questions we had. Are there anything, uh, things we should have asked that we haven't that you'd like to add? No, I mean, that's, I mean, I stated basically what I thought the scenario would be. Uh, what I, I was hearing one interview, though, says, how can we have a Sunday referendum? This is uh, from a Greek, because... Um, they, I think they have paper ballots, and it takes at least six days to print the ballots. So they don't, and they don't even know what question's going to be on them. Hmm. So, uh, so there are definitely some technical difficulties of moving towards a, a referendum as early as indicated. Um, you know, I, I, they may overcome them. As I say, uh, you know, the Europeans put out yesterday their conditions all the Greeks have to do is cut and paste that news item onto their ballot and say, are these conditions acceptable? And um, my feeling is at this, as and especially, you know, a week from now when the referendum, the Greek people will say, we will accept these conditions. We're not happy, but we see the alternative is much worse. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.